back, Dustin. It's good to be back, Zane. I just got home, and uh, we're shooting a podcast. So here we are. Kind of going out on a limb here with a, a raging storm it behind just came us up. here. It came up out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say out of nowhere. They called for uh, severe thunderstorms. They all did. <laughs> you know what? We'll do a quick cheers. Do a cheers. Cheers to being home. It's been a little while. Meant to record one of these last time I was home and the time before that. And, uh, well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, good good call on the lighting, by the way. We were trying to figure out where to put this light that's in the corner right now, right beside me. And uh, I think it kind of lights up the room nicely. It really illuminates the whole area. We had it in behind before, and it just, it was like the sun. So um... I, I went to Nate, though, and when you look at the lights, the way it's angled, the way we are right now, it's, I can appreciate that being in the broadcasting industry when we used to have like these lighting uh, fixtures. Right, right. Um, and you would put different like coloring like over top of the actual light to make it either illuminate in a different color or like you would after like, effect yeah after effect gotcha. or it'd be like a okay. silhouette or something or it'd be something just like what we have right now where the light reflects off of us properly what the hell was that interesting so we have a little bit of audio texture on this podcast uh like zane mentioned there's a crazy storm going on so and our um, doors are like ex- they're like hollow so like they they swing like no tomorrow thankfully this one's closed but others like we kept the windows open because it's also 30 degrees out today my door is open and it's just down the hall so it may have just slammed shut that okay might have been what we heard okay well there's no ghosts here like it's a relatively new complex so there's no ghosts but the, yeah we gotta be careful <laughs> as you guys probably know if you listened to the last episode we do live together finally it was about a year in the making uh it's been great unfortunately i've been home what maybe four weeks in the last two months Roughly. <laughs> working out of town um but it's been good, and I came loaded with a few stories. That's why I just drove 13 hours here today, and I told Zane we gotta we gotta shoot a podcast if you're up for it. So you, you gotta lead off with that story that we talked about off air, though, with the bear mace and stuff. Oh, the bear mace story. Okay, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, we're having a we're having a whiskey, just relaxing, and just gonna have a bit more of a casual episode. One of the stories is going to be kind of interesting. The Bear May story is a little bit more of a lighter one. It's kind of funny. Before Did, you get deep into it, though, like, isn't it nice to like just casually and socially sip a whiskey and, it's and talk? So nice. Yeah. Let's one more time. For, one more uh, cheers. Okay. Just for us, for being home. Give a plug in to Crown Royal. It's good stuff. It goes down nice. It's just a good social drink, you know. Nice but, and smooth. We're not shooting anything over here. Just having a casual, mm-hmm. casual bev. But continue. Yeah. So I was just telling Zay not too long ago. Um, the last set of days off that I had, my boss went away early. He had a family reunion. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but um, he was in Jasper, and it was well accommodated. Uh, they had uh, some live performances and stories around a fire with all sorts of, like a smorgasbord of food and everything. And one of the stories, or sort of, I guess, guides was telling them if they're going to go out hiking, that they should always be in at least a pair of two preferably three or four and to always have bear mace they said it's not mandatory but always have bear mace uh they said you could rent it which i mean that was news to me i didn't know if you like did you know that you could rent bear mace i had no idea i'm a hiker and i actually didn't know that i I always just bought it yeah so super interesting to know i think if you don't use it you pay like way less than you would if you were to buy it anyways um the guide went on to explain that it's not a repellent um as in like it's not like a mosquito spray and they had a family i don't know exactly when a couple years back and they had purchased some bear spray the father 
lined up his wife and their four kids and hosed them down with bear spray and they all went to the hospital Dude. and that i mean i don't know about you but that sounds horrible like i couldn't imagine you're just like you were there with your family and all of a sudden you mace your entire family like well like wow. not, not that i would know but isn't bear mace like just like pepper spray but like worse i think so i don't know either i've actually never handled it uh i know one of our mutual friends has some i've never used it i've never come in contact with a bear thankfully but i couldn't imagine imagine just you know getting ready for a nice family hike with you and your four kids and all of a sudden everyone's going to the hospital no one can see you're like wow yeah so how, yeah. how bad do you think the dad feels? Oh, oh man. man I this would. was trying to be like, I was, you know, I was hoping this would be a bit of a funnier story. It turned out to be a little bit more of a, not necessarily dark, but if you're out there um, handling bear mace and you never have before, just keep that in mind. It's not off, you know, it's not mosquito spray. It is directly mace and it's used in the involvement of a bear being in front of you. Don't, you know, spray down your three-year-old with some bear mace because it won't end well. It's supposed to save your life one way, but, I mean, you, you got to use it for what it's what it's meant for. You know, I did hear, though, in the weeks coming, no bears uh, encountered them at all. So that's... Well, that's good. No, because I've heard two... <laughs> oh, that's a joke. <laughs> okay. it, was a, it was a dumb joke, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, 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 I take a little time to pick up on jokes sometimes. So. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that's good. No, that's good, Dustin. Yeah, no, you, you came back from uh, from Vancouver recently, and you said you had a whole boatload of stories to tell. That's why we're doing this podcast at 9.33 p.m. right now. It's not a late one. Not the usual slot time, so you're kind of breaking some barriers here, which is I'm fine. I'm breaking the rules. I mean, shatter the glass. That's what we do around here. You've shattered some glass today. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, quick plug, right? you got to plug the podcast, even though it's the one you're listening to. So, I mean, if you don't know about it, that would be wild. Um, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little inception plug. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's my second time doing this. Give me a break. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. So I had purchased some tickets to go to a concert, uh, three, four months ago, something like that. And this job up in BC that I've been doing was only scheduled to take about a month, maybe a month and a half. And being that I'm in construction, things run long, things get delayed, yada, yada, you know, it's the way she goes. And I told my boss, look, um, it was the middle of our two weeks on. I said, I'm going to Vancouver. I work up in BC. So it was a quick flight there, quick flight back. No big deal. Anyways, the concert day came around. Uh, should I just run through the whole thing? It was a 24-hour extravaganza. I don't know how much this story i should tell yeah man pick apart the most uh crazy things i know you kind of uh, gave me a, a bit of a recap of what happened but i don't know the full story Saints heard a little bit from even a little bit today and then while i was there so uh we started off or i started off uh i had to be at the airport in smithers bc uh for 9 30 and the guys ended up going to work for a couple hours before so so i got up at seven my normal work time and immediately crushed a couple of beers i was like you know what it's holiday time it's gonna get a little bit loose have some fun you know enjoy this it's gonna be a whirlwind trip and it ended up being so uh got to the airport everything was fine on the plane got to vancouver no problems 
Um, as soon as I got to the airport, went right to a restaurant in the airport. Bad call. Had a couple more drinks. I'm not going to lie. Had a chicken sandwich. It was delicious. And I was feeling loose. I was feeling good. You know, Chicken sandwich from where? Uh, I, man, I know the name of the place, too. It was in the Vancouver airport. Like a breaded chicken sandwich? Yeah, a Nashville chicken sandwich. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, I the think Nashville it was called... A uh, hot sriracha chicken sandwich, but a Nashville chicken sandwich. I've definitely type. had a spicy one like that myself. Oh, it was very good. So, so good. Continue. I had a, I had a Caesar <laughs> and a very dark beer. Um, I didn't know any beer on the menu. I just picked one and it ended up being like Guinness black. I wasn't expecting it. it you know what? Wasn't that bad. Continue with your story, please. It's just like I might interject a few things here, like the Caesars, for example. I've said this on Brem's podcast. Like, I, I really grown a, a fondness to caesars now you like caesars right love them yeah yeah they're really good i like those they they go down nicely they're they're just it's almost like having a dinner in your mouth it's just a really good flavor oh man there's there's nothing better there's two occasions that a caesar are just fantastic one of which if you guys are into caesars they are a hangover cure and i don't want to talk too much about liquor on this podcast but they are a really, really great hangover cure. You know, if you had a little bit of a crazy Saturday, you get up Sunday, you're not feeling so hot, have a Caesar, the rest of your day will fly by, as long as you don't keep drinking. Um, that's, that's the key. Um, the other thing is just on a, on a hot summer day, one or two Caesars out on a patio somewhere or even in your backyard if you have one, gorgeous. Like, they're just, they're amazing. Yeah, couldn't agree more. But anyways, uh, sorry to sidetrack you there. No problem, no problem. So I ended up, uh, oh, that was another thing, the whole travel. So I took, so far, I got the in the truck to the airport, took a plane, got on the train from the airport to the bus station, took a bus directly to a sushi place, and ate my weight in sushi. <laughs> I, I can't help myself when it comes to sushi. I love it so much. I ordered everything on the menu it was fantastic i ate it all i felt like i couldn't move i really thought i wasn't going to be able to go to the concert i'm not gonna lie like i ate so much sushi and this concert was mgk right it was machine gun kelly as yeah. for the shirt i got it so i ended up making it to the concert i bought this there um also bought an avril lavigne hoodie she was touring with them it's ridiculously large and expensive dude and go get there right now uh, I could, yeah, I absolutely could. I gotta run downstairs for it. Go grab her. We got time. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure the audience is entertained while you go get it. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Dustin's quite the character. He uh, he he likes uh, he likes his concerts. He likes to uh, travel great lengths to go to concerts too. I mean, he used to live in Vancouver anyways, so it's not like a, a huge trek for him. But uh, he's very fond of MGK. He likes the the punk scene, like especially like with MGK transitioning to that punk side. And, uh, yeah, that's his thing. Oh, here he is right now. Here we are. Welcome back. Yeah, it's like a Halloween theme. You got your costume for the year already. Like, that's kind of cool. I'm trying not to be too far away from the mic, so I hope you guys can hear this, but it is huge. I think it's a triple XL or something. Yeah. The only size they had. Honestly, it's one of the most comfortable pieces of clothing that I've ever owned. It's fantastic. I love it. And uh, I spent way too much money on it, and, I mean... Um, I, you know, I was feeling a little bit loose. <laughs> hey, man, no, it was, it was a good purchase. It looks good. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, 
ended up being able to stay at my old house. I lived in Vancouver. I think we talked about that again last episode. I, I literally just said that you lived in Vancouver while you were gone. Perfect. Okay. So Zane just brought it up. Um, yeah. So I stayed at my cousin's place, the house I used to live in. Um, so I got there, kind of digested a little bit, hung out on the couch, let the alcohol kind of work its magic and then drank a whole bunch of water. And, uh, then immediately back to the transportation, I couldn't believe how much transportation I took in a 24 hour period. I took a cab back to the bus to a train and then actually that, well, that kind of concludes the transportation. But as you can see, like it's, it's crazy. I took like seven different methods of getting to one thing in like eight hours. It's ridiculous. Anyways, um, I stopped at the steakhouse. I don't know if I told you about that, that I used to work at, Elisa. Yeah. Um, Yale Town, Vancouver. If you're in town uh, or downtown Vancouver, check it out. It's really, really good. Um, quite pricey. Um, stop in for a drink. Check it out. It's a really cool scene. The people are amazing. Um, I worked there for about a year. And uh, as soon as I got... Excuse me. I might have to cut that out. <laughs> as soon as I got there... Um, they sat me down, brought me over a free beer. Like, it was just, it was amazing. My old manager came up to me. I haven't been there, mind you, for, like, three years. Old manager came up, shook my hand, brought me over a beer. You know, I had a couple of pregame drinks there, and then off to the concert. Um, I didn't mention this before. I had actually bought two tickets to this concert. Uh, a friend of mine mentioned it to me. I didn't even know about it at the time. And the friend of mine bailed last minute, unfortunately. It was, you know, kind of shitty, but I was still invested. You know, I had already bought the tickets. I wasn't going to mess around and try and resell them. I probably could have, but I like MGK. I know Zane was just mentioning, mentioning that, so it's not like I was just going for my friend. I wanted to see this concert too. Two tickets or not, oh well. And if it's any consolation, I... I... I might have would have gone with you, but like I don't know. It just it just didn't make any sense, man. It's, like it's to get it, out to Vancouver yeah. for one night, it's it's a whole thing. I mean, I did it, and luckily um, with me having flight benefits through Air Canada and everything, my dad worked for Air Canada. It wasn't so much of a hassle. It almost became one at the end of this journey. But uh, anyways, get to the concert. Seats are good. They're not amazing. I was lower bowl on the opposite set uh, opposite side of the stage and they were good sat next to some cool people you know i was hoping to like sit next to some really cool people that i could kind of vibe with and whatever and it was like a couple and then like two friends that were kind of quiet and like i didn't even know why they were there to be honest like i was like all for it avril lavigne came out and like i don't know about you i'm not the biggest fan but she starts belting out skater boy and i mean are you not gonna sing like i did like it was rocking in there complicated i mean come on like hey hey you you like you know like what are we doing here like i'm doing it so it's kind of it's funny man like when like those are songs that we can identify with for from our childhood from our childhood i don't necessarily like them that much but when they do come on in the right setting i will i will be at attention with everybody else. i'm not playing avril lavigne on the regular no. actually ever um but she comes out live on stage and those songs come on and there's a stadium of there was twelve thousand people there screaming her music i'm like yeah i'm in 
Like, okay, sure. Like, you're not going to not do it. It's like, this is really cool. So I just went for it. So it wasn't a sold out uh, show then? Not entirely. Not entirely. Um, which brings me to my next point. Uh, as Avril was playing her set, I was scanning the seats. And I noticed that right next to the stage, not there was the pit and the floor, like down where the Canucks would play. And then lower bowl, right next to the stage, there were two rows, I think four and five, first rows that were available right next to the stage had no one in them. So naturally, Avril Levine finished. I went up, got another beer, walked through my section all the way down to row four, walked all the way around, said excuse me to about 50 people, and sat my ass down in one of those seats. And sure enough, there was two girls one seat over from me, and they were kind of talking, looking at me, whatever, and I was like, I looked at them, I was like, you know what, I just got to take my shot. I looked at them and I said, uh, excuse me, has anyone been sitting in these seats the whole show? They looked at me, no joke. Uh, we're not even supposed to be sitting here. These aren't our seats. We're way up in the upper bowl. I was like, perfect. That's amazing. Awesome. It was like a $900 seat. Um, and I just scooped it for the rest of the show. I saw MGK from five feet away. It was nuts. The show he put on was incredible. If you guys aren't into it, like I said, you might not be into Avril Lavigne or MGK. You see a live performance that close up and it's just it's incredible i mean personally i really enjoy his new music he actually did allude back to some of the old rap stuff too which was really cool but it was absolutely insane at one point he ran down off the stage and i kind of ran out of the row up to the fence where like the guards were and i stuck my hand out for a high five unfortunately he didn't go for it he high fived the person two people over from me so i missed it by that much it would have been a cool story. I still like to say I was about this far away from him, you know, but it was awesome. It was such a good show. Uh, met some really cool people. The guy next to me was having a great time. I ended up hugging that guy after the show because we were just, you know, we were just vibing, having a great time. The show was crazy. And I mean, I upgraded from two $150 seats to one eight or $900 seat. So, I mean, I can't complain. So it's a pretty good trade-off then. It's really nice too when you go to those types of shows, uh, even if it's just um, a concert or a sports event, anything like that, you really like take in the atmosphere and you share it with everybody beside you, even if you don't even know them. Like nine, nine times out of 10, you don't know them, right? And uh, it's a good experience. I've went to concerts myself, like whether it's at Union Hall. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like a really small venue and you're all close together and you're like mosh pitting and stuff like that. Totally. Or like you're at Roger's Place even. You know, when I went to Avenged Sevenfold or One Republic or The Weekend, like those are good shows where, you know, everybody around you is just enjoying themselves and you're also taking it in with them and you share like a bonding experience, even though you don't know anybody there. It's just like a really good thing to, to take in. Totally. You know? Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, I think I talked about pretty much everything I wanted to about the concert specifically. It was an absolutely incredible show. Somebody uploaded most of the Vancouver performance on YouTube. I actually rewatched it afterwards because, unfortunately, as soon as Avril Lavigne's set 
was finished, my phone died. So I didn't have my phone the whole time. I did meet two really cool people at the, sh at the show that sent me, Google Drive me every one of the videos they took, which was awesome. Um, unfortunately, they're not very good videos, but I still really appreciate it. Um, another cool thing that I actually, I, one thing I haven't told you, um, I actually forgot about. I found, you know those like uh, clicker cameras, like those scroll, like film, like I don't know what you call them. Like you, there's 20 pictures on them. They're like the you scroll the wheel. Oh, like click. like the old like they have they have film in them. I think. I still. think. Yeah, and you old like, school. You scroll the dial and click. Only and like a certain like amount Kodak of clicks, cameras. right? I found one of those after the show. Like like I on the ground. On the ground. Yeah, and it Whoa. had like 13 pictures taken, and I I'm gonna go get them printed. So you like Blair Witch Project that you like found someone's lost footage and now you have it. You don't know I, what it I is. Now I have it and I have no idea what's on it. I don't know how many <laughs> pictures it started with. I know it had seven left when I found it. So I have potentially 12 to I don't know how many pictures of this concert. You got hopefully. a mystery to puzzle together now. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, who knows what's on there? Maybe we'll share it with you at some point. But uh, I'm very excited about that. It's in my backpack right now, actually. So... I'll have to get that maybe tomorrow or something. I can take it into Walmart and get those printed. Hopefully, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you, never, you never know. <laughs> maybe I'll have to preface it and just say, like, uh, this is, like, my girlfriend's friend's camera. She wants me to get these printed. I don't know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? Um, anyways, uh, so concert went great. I went back to Elisa, actually, the steakhouse, and because uh, my, my phone was dead. I didn't know exactly how to get home. I didn't really want to hail a cab, um, even though I could have. But like I said, you know, I had a few drinks before. definitely had a few drinks there. And it was about 11.30 by the time I left the venue. So I knew how to get back to Elisa, walked back over there, and sure enough, welcomed with open arms, which is really cool. It was really, really cool to be back in that community. It was like I never left. Anyways, I'm having a drink, talking to Derek. He's one of the bar managers there and whatever. And uh, strike up a conversation with this jockey-looking dude. Turns out he was at the concert. I couldn't believe it. He's one of the guys that actually sent me a bunch of videos, too. I So I got tons of videos. And we ended up having a couple drinks together, did a shot. And he was like, hey, man, like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I mean, I got to get up on a plane. Mind you, I had to be at the airport for... 5 30 in the morning uh long story short me and this guy ended up staying out at different clubs partying until 4 30 in the morning <laughs> i got back to my cousin's place had a great time with the guy honestly i still have his number really cool dude um not a party guy really like we didn't go super hard we just kind of went out had a few beers we're sh like shooting the shit having fun and uh I got back to the house, I think it was, yeah, 4.45, and had to be, like I said, at the airport for 5.30. Well, I didn't set an alarm. I woke up at quarter after 8, missed my flight, uh, freaked out a little bit, but I was, honestly, I was still a little, you know, still a little tipsy. And uh, got to the airport eventually. The cab took about an hour to show up. I just took a cab to the airport. And I uh, got to the airport, and for the life of me, couldn't get on a plane. Um, I tried buying a ticket. Turns out they don't sell airplane tickets at airports anymore since COVID. 
That doesn't make any sense. Have you heard about that? They don't sell plane tickets anymore there? At the airport. Well, you can't really get anywhere. The first thing the woman said to me, she was like, oh, you need a plane ticket? Like, we don't sell those here. And I was like, at the airport? Like, at where the planes are? You don't sell the, like, really? That was a surprise to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. I've never, like, you used to be able to up until a few years back. Um, Also, I messed up my dad's password to get onto his Air Canada site and got him locked out of his site, that was a big deal. Um, that was another thing that I screwed up on. Um, luckily, it's all resolved now. It's not a big deal. But I was just going to go on the standby route and go through his account. And uh, I flipped two of the characters in the password by accident. And that got locked out. So I went on Expedia. I went on about four different websites. And my credit card just kept getting like, I don't know if it was declined. It just like, it said it was like not available or something. Like it was really bizarre. I was willing to spend $700 on a plane ticket just to get back to work because I needed to get back. And I ended up having to call my parents. My dad talked to HR at Air Canada, got his password revoked. They got me, there was two seats on the plane. I got on the plane. (laughs) Sorry, I was laughing there. It's all good. It just the, the airports are just crazy, man. Like they're just nuts. I don't want to go anywhere right now. The airports are ridiculous. It's that's kind of a big reason why. Because I, I know you asked me if if I wanted to go with you for that concert. Vaccinated, unvaccinated, it doesn't matter. Um, it's it's just a mess. Um, if you can avoid traveling on a plane, honestly, do it. Like you're you're helping yourself. Um. Anyways, really quick to tie this all up. I ended up getting on the plane. It was a fine plane ride. I wasn't feeling great. And uh, I got I got back to Smithers, no problem. The guys picked me up. The whole plan was they were going to take half the day off. We are going to go fishing. We got to fishing. I left my wallet on the airplane. You left your wallet on the airplane? I left my wallet on the airplane. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Whoa. I didn't tell you that. Oh. That's one of the things I was keeping from you. Um... So that was a nightmare. A little bit. Just, just a little bit. Well, uh, <laughs> I was pretty hungover. Fishing didn't really happen for me. The guys went fishing. Um, they catch I anything? I was kind of like, eh. <laughs> and also realized halfway through fishing that, oh, I don't have a wallet. I had my ID because I took my ID out. If you don't know, when you get on a plane, you have to show ID. So I just took my driver's license out, threw it in my pocket. Wallet fell out of my pocket. ID stayed in somehow. Hmm. So I had my ID, thankfully. Uh, called the airport. They said I had to call Air Canada HR. Nice. That's a nightmare. That's about a three and a half hour wait. <laughs> I went to work the next day after zero sleep, thinking about my wallet all day. Luckily, called the airport the next day. They had my wallet. I had to drive all the way. Actually, I didn't fly into Smithers. I flew into Terrace. So round trip, it's about a three-hour drive after a 10-hour day at work. Feeling not good after no sleep. And I did it, and I got my wallet back. So we're okay. But what a nightmare, man. Wow. I literally slept not at all. Like zero. I couldn't do it, man. I need my sleep. It It was horrible. And it was... Yeah, a 10-hour day in the sun, and for whatever reason, I don't know if my boss was mad at me 
or whatever because right now i had my vehicle out there right now like i drove the last time we came back i drove home so it's only his truck out there so i had to take my boss's truck back to where he picked me up the day before after work and i mean i didn't pay for gas like maybe i could have um <laughs> so he i don't know if it was deliberate we stayed extra late like we stayed an extra 15 minutes that day that was just uh that was monday today's what friday that was friday. monday that i went through that so holy it was it was a hell of a day let me tell you it's a day to say the least yeah wow well i mean everything happened how it did and it could have been worse however absolutely it kind of turned out better than you could think for a situation like that the fact that i mean my wallet has all my credentials in it you know like the normal stuff that you keep in there and I, if i lost all that dude we're talking you know sin number credit card debit card whatever like returning i don't even know how you start i don't know dude it's ironic that you bring up the walk the watch thing did I say watch? Wallet. You said watch. I'm yeah. thinking of watch. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I never tired. lost a watch. I'm thinking of watch. Uh, I'm, a wallet. So <laughs> you got a wallet. I'm right? just bugging you, man. <laughs> you always put, put me on the spot like that. I love that. Um, I actually put my wallet in our fridge downstairs. What? I. You were gone. This was like on. I think it was last weekend or the weekend prior. You were you were gone. Okay. Yeah. I need to hear this. So, like, it's the morning. You know, what I, you know what I do in the morning? I get up and I, you know, have my shot of water and some vitamins and stuff. And then I go and get my coffee. Right. So, but I also have my running attire on too because after... This is the weekend. Yeah. Okay. So, like, after that, that coffee, I, I end up going for a run after. And, you know, I, I'm i kind of conscious or self-conscious about what's in my, my pockets when I leave. Like I need to have my wallet with me because you know, you could, you could drive without it, but I mean, what's the off chance that a cop pulls you over and you don't got your license. That's a ticket, right? Like you don't want to take that chance. Right. So sometimes it just, it just always gets put in my mind. So I'm about to leave for, for my usual routine there. And I'm just grabbing something from the fridge and I close the fridge and I leave not thinking anything of anything whatsoever. So I go get my coffee. I go go for my run. I, I do my usual thing and I come back and I'm like, where the hell was my wallet? How did like, you pay for your coffee? I had some change in my vehicle. And you didn't even think about your wallet? No, because usually like I have change in my vehicle. Like I take my wallet. No I take my wallet out of habit, but I always pay with change that's in my vehicle. That's hilarious. dude. So I didn't I, even think. I was like, I'm trying to put two and two together. I'm like, okay, your wallet's not there, but you're going to buy something. I instinctively, instinctively, just because of the whole cash versus card thing, I use my card for everything these days. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Usually I do too. Right. But like, I I like having just. I guess a morning coffee. I mean, if you have a toonie sitting there or a, a couple bucks or whatever it is. Well, I mean, and when, with inflation, everything's come up a bit. So like, it, it's not quite that toonie price anymore it's like 205 so i still need i still need an extra five cents now but back right. in the day man you can just get that toonie and you're good to go you're good to go one little piece of collateral in your in your are golden but um you know or if I, ronald's got a sale on you know those one dollar coffees it's it's the go-to ronald mcdonald oh McDonald. <laughs> actually that's better i like that coffee but it's, way better it, honestly you know what personal preference i think zane agrees with me mcdonald's coffee it's pretty good tim horton's coffee 
I mean, we, we won't talk about it. I mean, I'll drink it. Like, I, I like their breakfast sandwiches. I like that they upgraded to, like, the same kind of egg now that, that McDonald's has right. because the, the egg they had before was, like, some weird yellowy, like, shit box yeah, thing. Yeah, they use eggs now for their egg. I, I kid you not, man. Like, like, <laughs> like five, <laughs> five years ago, like, when I had, like, a breakfast sandwich at Tim's, I took a bite out of it, and they had their old eggs. I, I, I felt, like, a weird sensation in my mouth. I pulled something out. It, it resembled the texture of a napkin, but I pull, I pulled it out. But it looked really? like a piece of plastic. What? I swear. But like, it wasn't plastic. It was like some weird kind of like coagulated. If you want to, is that if that's if that even pertains to what we're talking about? Or like, I wouldn't say coagulated, but like dried out. Oh. Uh, it, it was some weird looking onion that looked like it was plastic. Onion. Uh, you're talking onion, napkin? It's supposed to be an onion, but it's like a napkin-y plastic. I thought it was supposed to be an egg. I know. But we're talking about like <laughs> Where the contents what? within this egg. <laughs> and it was not an egg. It was just some weird process thing what that I couldn't even on? comprehend. And I just th- almost threw up like you did on your <laughs> one liter gallon milk challenge. There. So do you want to get into that? Is that okay for the podcast? Or would you like to finish off your wallet story real quick? Well, I mean, we're, we're pretty much there. So basically when I get home the wallet, you know where it is? It's sitting on my shelf right where the pickles are. <laughs> I had no clue where it was. I was looking for it for a good oh 10 minutes. God. And it's just sitting there. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, what the, what, what did I just do? <laughs> it's, just, it's just chilling on the pickles. Just chilling on the pickles, being chilled. Being dilled? Dilled. Pickle? Oh, dude. Huh. Dumb joke. Sorry. You and your dry humor. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, that that's that's the gist of my wallet story. So just... You just uh, left it in the fridge. I left it in the fridge. So, I mean, lesson learned, everybody. Don't put your wallet in the fridge unless you want chilled coins. So, before we get into the milk thing, uh, I have a side note. Actually, I left my laptop in the fridge one time. Your laptop? Yeah. So, I... Ah, man, I don't remember exactly what happened. I had a little, it wasn't even a laptop, it was a netbook, and I was playing Minecraft. This was back, I was 13. Um, that wasn't those netbooks we got from like junior high, right? It was a similar thing, but I had my own. I haven't heard that term in so long. I Sorry. Know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was playing with some friends, and I was really hungry and I was thirsty. I wanted a glass of milk, and I think I got some crackers and cheese or something. And I went to the kitchen and I left my netbook on the, on the kitchen table and I got my food and I had my glass of milk and whatever. And then I put my netbook in the fridge, closed it, went back to my room and I was just hanging out. And I think I was like, I just like opened up my Game Boy and was like playing on my Game Boy or whatever I was doing. I like, I don't know, maybe texting someone on my iPod at the time because I didn't have a phone. And then my mom came into my room and she was like, why is the milk on the counter? I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, my God. So I ran into the kitchen. My friends were on Skype, <laughs> like, talking to me in the fridge for, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes. You know, it wasn't long. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I pulled my laptop out of the fridge. And I was like, hey, guys. It was uh, Daryl and Adam. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So nice. you know those guys. Yeah. 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 Anyways, um, I recently... Yesterday, not recently, um, I was. No, keep going. Sorry, I was just making sure our screen's good. Yeah, yeah. 
So I was talking to my coworker about some internet challenges. We talked about the saltine challenge, cinnamon challenge, stuff like that. And I brought up the gallon challenge. Turns out he had done it. If you don't know, the gallon challenge is drink a gallon of milk in an hour uh, without getting sick. And he had tried it and it didn't work out. And I was like, dude, I could do it. No problem. Like, what are we talking about? It's a gallon of milk. Like, relax. So I tried it yesterday. Uh, he bet me $200 that I couldn't do it. And, well, if you want to see it, I don't know if I can cheap plug here. Just plug away. Bearded Viking 519 on TikTok. That's Matt, my coworker. He has the video. Um, it didn't go well. I got through just over three liters, and it came up in a fury. Uh, it it was bad. So I didn't make two hundred dollars. I uh, I ended up getting very sick. <laughs> and uh, Zane's seen the video. It's pretty funny, you know. It cut together pretty well. He's not the best uh, social media guy, you know. He's got three kids in his forties, so he kind of just cut together a, a bunch of random clips and there's some random photos in there and whatever it makes the video a little bit more almost wholesome um until the end <laughs> but uh don't try that if i had any takeaway from it you know i have seen that for the last 10 years and i always thought it was funny i don't know i don't know if you knew about it really the challenge itself the gallon challenge i mean i've heard of something like that but like i've also heard too like how dangerous that can be man but like yeah like i heard things about how like if you drink like a certain amount of liquid it like rises up into your lungs and you can like drown from it, the inside it can, it can happen um not to get like crazy with it it's very 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 unlikely um but it is a, it is a definite risk you know like uh like jackass always says like i'm a trained idiot and whatever um <laughs> i'm not i'm not but i just thought i could do it so i did it after work on a really hot day yesterday and uh if you want to see the video like i said bearded viking 519 check it out um it's funny um it gets a little gross at the end um yeah don't do it though just please don't do it it's not worth it plot twist projectile that's the keyword. <laughs> oh, big time. Oh, yeah. No, big time. Um, Spoiler alert. It got alert. way worse after the video ended, so I saved you a little bit. I told Matt to cut the cameras because I was like, this, is, this isn't getting any better. You know? <laughs> it's, it's getting worse. Yeah. Oh, and if anybody's, like, like totally, like, dumbfounded by the, the now open curtains behind me or the screens, um, it was just getting too hot in here. Cause we may have had the odd cut here and there, you know? Yeah. Too much audio texture. Like we said, there was a storm. So if we jump around a little bit, it's just because there was crazy thunder and wind. And it's like, okay, well, it's to the point where the the blinds are rattling so bad we can't even talk. So uh, apologies for that. If you wanted a consistent video slash audio experience, audio texture was a little bit too high for that. Slightly. But you know what? We got the lighting down, Pat, and uh, we're, we're good to go. Although, 
not to bring my phone on screen too much. Severe thunderstorm just ended. So thankfully, you guys got to hear the entire ride of the thunderstorm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, hey? Like we, we did this podcast all throughout the thunderstorm. Right when it ended. And now it's calm as shit. I guess it hasn't ended yet. But uh, I feel like, I don't know if you're happy. I'm pretty happy. You're happy? Well, I'm glad that you're happy. I'm I'm always happy. Uh, well, I you took that a different route. Uh, <laughs> did I? Like, I'm just assuming what you say. I think what he means to say is, this is probably the end of the video. Um, take it away. No. Okay, we're going to keep on rolling. Let's go another hour. Yeah, let's go two more hours. Let's wait till the next storm. Actually, it just started raining. As soon as I said that, it just started raining. What's going on? Always like usual, you're freaking out. I, I think you want the. I think you want to end the show, don't you? I get nervous at a certain point. Um, I'm really scared. No, I'm not. I I'm just. You're not scared. You're fearless. You know. Ah uh, well. You go to a concert by yourself for goodness sakes. I've been to a few, <laughs> honestly. I hey, you know what? If anyone's listening out there, for all of you, go to a concert for your like by yourself once once or twice or you know what if you enjoy it check it out it's like going three to the movies by yourself it seems like why would i do that like you know i want to hang out with my friends what are you doing with your friends at a movie like relax like no you're not you what like you're hanging out no you're sitting next to someone that you know in silence for two to three hours at a concert you meet so many new people it's great. Everyone's there to see the same thing, especially in the event. Like, yeah, you know what? Go to a concert with your friend if you're really into, like, whatever it is, you know? Like, you really want to go see uh, Blake Lively or something. I don't even know if she sings. Blake Lively? That's Ryan Reynolds' wife. They're Isn't actors. She a actresses. Singer? No, they're actors and actresses. Well, the, <laughs> screw me then. Blake Shelton. Okay, oh he's goodness. a country singer. Yes, there you go. You're really into it. You and your girlfriend want to go see Blake Shelton. You love it. Okay, yeah, go. If you're, like, trying to convince a buddy to go see a show with you, like I kind of was with MGK, go on your own and see how it goes. You know, the worst thing that's going to happen is you're there for, like, a few hours and you're going to meet a whole bunch of people that are there to see the same thing you are. Good chance you're going to get along with someone. I always have. I've been to two. I mean, always is a bit of an overstatement. I've been to two shows. Best two shows I've ever been to in my life, solo. I'm not even kidding. I, I, I will say to you, I, I haven't I have never done that personally, like gone on my own, but I do see where you're coming from for sure. Because like, um, you know, if you go to a concert that like, it's like a niche concert almost too. Like you like it's not something that all your friends like, it's something that you like. Um Youngblood, you, for example. Right. I went to Youngblood. Uh MGK has a song with him. You might know him. He's a quirky British dude. Anyways, I went to him solo, it was my first show nuts no one knew who he was and anyways i cut you off so it's okay buddy you're just illustrating my point essentially it's just kind of one of those special things that you take in yourself it's it's like going to a movie by yourself you know sometimes you just just need to do that to get away it's it's not like a weird thing i don't know why that's looked upon as weird sometimes it's more of a self-conscious thing like some people just feel like like they don't have like the the confidence to do that on their own because they don't want to look like they're like unsociable or i totally agree and it's just not a good it's not a good thing to feel like you should be 
confident. You should be happy to do what you want, when you want, regardless of who comes, because you're more than just a group of people, right? It's almost like, I almost, I hate to like take it down this road, um, because I do think we actually are trying to to wrap it up to some degree. Um, but I think social media has had an influence on people that this like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, uh, you would know better than I would like, uh, like views and stuff like that, like, uh, interaction or whatever. Like they're obsessed with their like self image. Sure. But like, you know, when like validation, are, sure. But people are trying to get all the likes and like all this stuff. I think people take away from being by themselves by looking for this like um acceptance acceptance like this network almost like oh like if i go by myself then like who's seeing it and it's like but you should be able to go by yourself like it's for you you know like if you enjoy something if you really enjoy something and especially like a movie like you're not going to go to a movie and interact with anyone you're going to go to a concert and interact with everyone there probably or a bunch of people like everyone that's sitting around you so you don't necessarily in those two circumstances need to be with anyone that you're best friends with or like family or whatever like you can go and have a really great time on your own and i've learned that myself just in the last couple of years i guess the point is too like if you can find people to go with great but don't let that stop you regardless of who says yes or not like if if they say no, go. Just uh, you, that's what you want to do. That's what you resonate with. That's what can like transform your soul is listening to music and the music that you identify with. So Absolutely. being around music is like it, in a lot of ways it's very um, it's very self reflecting, self healing. It, it it helps you kind of discover yourself in a way because music is powerful. Very powerful. It's really revitalizing in a way too. Like I went, excuse me, I went and saw that concert in the middle of my work week. Like I said, I came back, man, I have hiccups. This is really bad audio texture. I keep bringing that up, but uh, get it out there. I'm just going to hiccup away. Uh, I hope you like them. Um, I came back almost a different person. You know, it's, it's a really, really like growing experience. Like it's a, it's an interesting thing to experience on your own is what I'm trying to say. Um, being like solo and not knowing the outcome of something, knowing that you're going to something that you really enjoy in the first place, but kind of being up in the air, almost a little scared. Like I was really nervous, really, really nervous both times just last weekend and when i went and saw young blood i was really nervous because i was by myself but it you know what after the first time like the young blood show i was like i don't know how this is gonna go this is gonna be weird ended up meeting a whole bunch of people had a great time screamed my face off because his show like his show was nuts ended up meeting him after he took a selfie on my phone whatever um MGK show ended up meeting a handful of really cool people that I was sitting around, you know, sort of self upgraded myself, not necessarily legal, but I mean, I did it. I didn't get caught. So here we are. Um, <laughs> but no, I think put yourself out there is kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, not with everything, but in that circumstance, it really worked for me and it was really cool. And, uh, 
you know, it, it helps me think about different aspects of life where I'm like, oh, maybe I can grow from just putting myself out there a little bit more, you know? It pays to be a free spirit, you know? Don't be afraid to say yes to a lot of things because fear holds us back, right? Like, it's it's one of those things that I can personally say has held me back at times in my life. It's not like every time because there's times where I've fought it. And that's usually what it is. Like, there's some people that are really confident and they'll say yes to everything, you know, because that's just their personality. And I respect that, you know what I mean? Because they have the confidence to do so. But there's some people that are a little more reserved. And I, I could say, and personally, I've been relatively reserved in my lifetime. And I know lots of people that are the same way. But totally. when they say yes to something and they actually go and do it, um, they have a good time. And they end up having like lifelong memories as a result of that, like really definitive memories that they'll remember forever. Absolutely. So, so that's why you have to kind of take that leap of faith and do it, even though the fear is overpowering. Because when you let the fear overpower you, you're going to miss out. I think the growth from being uncomfortable is so powerful. From taking a stance, I, I worded that slightly wrong. No, you're good. You sound in a, good. In an uncomfortable position, if you take that chance, if you go for it, not with everything, but if, if you're just like, oh, I'm not going to do that because, uh, you know, like, oh, I just, I'd rather, you know, sit at home. And like I said, not all the time, but if you have the opportunity to do something that you really, really want to do, but like I said, my friend bailed last minute. I still went up, I went for it, you know, and I had the, one of the best nights of my entire life. See, it was incredible. And that bailing is like the prime time for you to bail too. Exactly. I wanted to, I was like, well, I'm going to sell my tickets. I'm so, so happy that I didn't, you know? This storm just fired up again, guys. I don't know. I, we thought it ended. It didn't end. So I hope we got that on camera. That was kind of cool, actually. That was nuts. The window might wide have open. lit up the screen a little bit or the window. There Ooh. it is. You may have heard that. Hey. Alberta Storms, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the banter cast. I think we're just going to kind of... What great timing. Let's end on that note. Maybe we should end on that note. I think we're about to go and play some Super Smash Brothers Melee because it has been over a month. We usually played a few times a week, I would say, when we first moved in until I got this job. It has been over a month. We played a couple of rounds just before the podcast. Zane kicked my ass. It's not even funny. But it's the nostalgia, buddy. Me and Bram share the same thing, and I'm glad you and I share that too. We have the, the games that we played as kids, and you know, it's good to revisit them. You know, and shout out to Bram too, comic book movie guy. <laughs> A little plug Ch- in there. <laughs> Check him out. Yeah, plug, plug Bram. He's been on the podcast. Um, if you're listening to my ass, I'm sure you've heard Bram. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the guy wearing the Machine Gun Kelly shirt? Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good, Dustin. I'm glad you come on the show, buddy. It's uh, it's good to have you on. Obviously, like you're my roommate, so I mean, you're here all the time. Like, well, we have more of these in the pipeline, but it's always good to talk and get a little deeper too. I know you always have personal stories because you're an interesting guy and you do lots of different things. But like when you we get deep like this and we talk about different life aspects and lessons and stuff like that, and like we we can really showcase some some value here too so that's that's great it's great to to share that with people as well so no i love to break some of that stuff down too you know and uh 
no, this was a lot of fun. I uh, I always appreciate you bringing me on your platform, roommates or not. You know, this is this is your project, and uh, I love coming on here and just being able to uh, talk to you in a more uh, I don't know, like I don't want to say exclusive, but like maybe a more professional standpoint because I feel like. When Zane and I are just hanging out at the house, you know, we're playing Smash Bros. We might have a beer or something, and we're just kind of shooting the shit, whatever. But when we come on the podcast, like, I personally feel like, okay, like, I have some stories that I want to tell, but I also want to, like, be relatable. So it does bring out a little bit more professionalism, I think, in both of us. Am I being – am I wrong? No, of course, buddy. Of course. Like, the Shadow of the Glass platform is about – uh, following like different avenues, right? Different industries, different, different mindsets, even, you know, like we, 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 you, you did it earlier. We shattered glass, but like, that's like a, a, a legitimate action that we do. Like we need right. to, we need to break through barriers of communication. We need to like open the doors so that we can all be relatable in a way that helps each other. You know what I mean? If I, if there's something we say on this podcast that you resonate with and you feel good about, that's a win for everybody you know we want to just help each other we want to just have the floodgates open for conversations so that everything can be said whenever uh within reason of course and uh you know we're just good to have conversations here and you and i have known each other since elementary school so we're comfortable we're good friends and uh love talking to you buddy couldn't have a better roommate honestly likewise But anyways, Dustin, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Obviously, we'll have you on board again as we talked about. And uh, is there any parting words you'd like to say to the audience before we sign off here? You know, just step out of your comfort zone. That's uh, I think that's the motto uh, that I was trying to go for. Um, Do it once in a while or just try it, you know. Um, Take your mind off of things and just try something that you wouldn't normally and uh again thank you zane so much for having me on the podcast again i really i I love the platform um i love being able to come on here and just kind of talk about anything talk about you know my experiences i feel like i took over this episode a little bit so i apologize for you guys having to listen to me so much but uh next time it's going to be the same thing and you know what every time i'm on here i'm just going to talk your ear off so i'm just kidding (laughs) dude we have our guests on to talk i listen I interject myself. So sure. that's just the way it goes, man. I appreciate that. So, yeah. But, uh, like we said, I think, was this the first late night episode that you've ever recorded? Absolutely. I haven't, I've never really had a recording past. Mm, it's usually in the morning. So yeah. this is way beyond <laughs> good, man. I like it. Right on. Okay. Well, um, much love to everyone out there. Uh, a great night to you. This is probably going to go up not at night. So that might be weird, but for us, it's nighttime so everybody have a great day have a great night and uh thanks so much for listening got that right all right guys thanks so much for joining us today i'm really happy that you tune into our episodes you know the the listeners make our episodes wow another awesome lightning i literally saw on camera now uh it's good to see um if you like this episode, guys, please uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube, all our social media platforms, everything. Uh, hope you enjoy the thunder in the background. And, uh, you know, just give us a rating. I am your host, Zane Tomich. We will see you again next time. Shout out to the glass.